Welcome to another inspiring episode of the Guard Your Heart Show, the podcast that aims to uplift your spirit and guide you on a journey of faith and well-being. My name is Mercy, and I'm excited to have you here. In my last episode, we tackled the topic of financial literacy, covering key aspects like what financial literacy means and why it is so important for our well-being. We dug deep into the dangers of not understanding our finances and how it can seriously impact our lives. We also took a closer look at what the Bible teaches us about finances, gaining timeless insights. In today's episode, we are discussing the roadmap to financial freedom. Let's break down the money journey and figure out how to get our financial lives in order. This episode is inspired by Proverbs chapter 14 verse 24. The wealth of the wise is their crown, but the folly of fools yields folly. Stick around for more valuable insights. Everyone is different and personal finances are truly personal. Perhaps that's why we don't discuss money as much as we should. It might be why we feel lost when we try to find a way to fix our money situation. Starting to think about our financial life can be intimidating and ultimately terrifying. Whether you're facing the reality of your current situation or figuring out where to go, each step has its own challenges. King Solomon observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated do not always lead successful lives. It's all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 Where do we begin? Are you at the beginning of your financial journey? Or maybe you're somewhere in the middle or consider yourself more advanced? Honestly, how comfortable are you when it comes to your money? Take a moment to figure out that for yourself. Trust your instincts, they are always right. In my own journey, to financial freedom, I reckon Proverbs chapter 30 verse 7 to 9. And it says, O God, I beg two favors from you. Let me have them before I die. First, help me never to tell a lie. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, who is the Lord? And if I'm too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Ever thought about financial freedom? Does it seem like a distant dream in your current lifestyle? Or is it something that sounds easy? Well, no matter where you stand, it's a reality for many out there. 
So what exactly is financial freedom? It is about taking charge of your finances, every expense, every earning, and everything in between. Being financially free means living life on your own terms, having a steady income, a decent emergency fund, and being free from the weight of soul-crushing debts. It is not just about the destination, but also about the good money habits you pick along the way to financial freedom. Sure, you may take a few steps fueled by motivation, but it is the habits that will keep you on track. Without further ado, let's dive into the 10 steps that will guide you towards the sweet taste of financial freedom you absolutely deserve. Number one is knowing where you stand as of now. Number two, set your goals. Three, track where your money actually goes. Four, spend less. Five, pay off debts. Six, save. Seven, create additional sources of income. Eight, avoid lifestyle inflation. Nine, invest in your future. And 10, repeat. We will go through all the steps in due course. Our main objective today is to understand our money journey. Imagine you're going for a vacation. Where are you supposed to begin? Or if I put it, what steps do you take to ensure that you get to the destination of choice? First, determine the purpose and the goal of your vacation. Are you looking for relaxation, adventure, or cultural experience? Secondly, you set a budget giving consideration to transport, accommodation, meals, activities, or any other potential expenses. Then based on your goals and budget, you narrow down to potential destination. Gather information about your chosen destination and finally decide on the dates for your trip. Book your flight, book accommodation, and create an itinerary outlining activities that you want to experience. Before you go to any vacation, the first thing you do is to wrap your head around the journey you're about to embark on. It's kinda disappointing that in a world where everything seems to revolve around money, we often neglect to make the necessary preparations to make sure that we hit those financial goals. So today, let's understand our money journey. Let's get down to it and discuss the seven stages of financial freedom. Perhaps you'll even get to find out what stage you're on. Just to mention, the seven stages are Stage 0, Dependence Stage 1, Solvency Stage 2, Financial Stability Stage 3, Debt Freedom Stage 4, Financial Security Stage 5, Financial Independence and Stage 6, Abundance We will go through each of these stages understanding one by one what they mean. Let's start with stage zero, financial dependence. During this stage, you are relying to some extent or entirely on someone else to keep your lifestyle going. 
news flash we all start out here this stage includes from newborn to 18 year olds as well as vulnerable groups such as the elderly the mentally and physically challenged people within our family setups you in this stage if your expenses are exceeding your income if your debt payoffs exceeds your income and if someone else pays for your needs and wants it is important for our children to learn about good money habits and some of the lessons they can learn is responsibility sharing and being good stewards as parents we ought to be patient and answer their questions honestly and leading by examples by demonstrating good financial habits stage number 1 is solvency solvency is the first stage of survival phase here you have moved away from financial dependence and now live paycheck to paycheck you are earning enough to cover your bills handle debt payments and you're keeping your spending in check if you find yourself in this stage you're already doing pretty well it's totally normal not to have an emergency fund at this point if some expected situation pops up chances are that you might have to borrow to deal with it and you won't be alone in this situation anyway Stage 2 is financial stability. Here you hit the sweet spot of financial stability when you have gotten rid of high cost debt such as credit card debt and other consumer debts. You might still have other debts hanging around but you're on top of those payments too. Plus you now have an emergency fund ready to roll just in case life throws a curveball at you. It feels good to be prepared. Those three stages, stage 0 to 2, are what we call the foundation of our money journey. This is because they set the stage for your future success. In Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 to 4, it says a house built by wisdom becomes strong through good sense and through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables. During this phase, you'll need to identify your passions and values. Take time to understand them. Ask yourself why financial stability matters to you. This clarity will serve as motivation throughout your whole journey. Understanding your passions and values will help you make informed financial decisions that align to your overall life goals. In this phase you also create a budget and track your expenses. This will give you a clear picture of where your money is going and help you identify with areas that you need to cut back. You also set realistic financial goals. What you want to achieve with your money, whether it is saving for a down payment on a house, retiring early, or simply having more financial security, setting goals will give you something to work towards. Again, you develop a plan to achieve those goals. Once you know what you want to achieve, you need to figure out how you're going to get there. It may involve creating a budget 
automating your savings or investing for your retirement accounts. Then you also need to avoid impulse purchases. You only buy things that you need and you can afford. Before you make a purchase, you need to ask yourself, is it really what I need? And can I actually afford it? And last but not least, you need to educate yourself about personal finances. There are so many resources available to help you learn about personal finances such as books, websites, and online courses. Moving on to stage 3. This is the debt freedom. The sweet, sweet taste of debt freedom. This phase is like shifting gears from just getting by to really thriving. Now, money isn't just a safety net, it's a powerful tool for changing your life. Helping you shape the future you've always dreamed of for yourself and your family. You can kick it up a notch, stirring money into your savings and investments like a pro. Picture this, you just moved from being in the red, that is owing money, to hitting the cool net worth of zero. That means that you have just wiped all your personal debts. Student loans, check. Car lease, check. Consumer debt, check. And get this, you have enough stashed away that you could peacefully leave your job at the moment with zero notice and no worries for the future. Now that's good stuff. Stage 4. Financial security. Hopefully, from the earlier stages of 2 and 3, now cruising through 4, you have been consistently saving some cash for your goals and investments. Now, at this point, your investments are kicking in enough money to handle the basics. You know, keeping a roof over your head and food on the table for the rest of your days. Stage 3 and 4 is where you get to the building stage. It is easy to get caught up in the pursuit of financial success. So carve out time for your family and personal activities. Regularly evaluate your work-life balance to ensure you're not sacrificing happiness for financial gain. The building phase is a time of continuous growth and progress. And here, you mainly focus on maintaining financial discipline while balancing work, family, and personal fulfillment. So, what do you do? Continue to follow your budget and track your expenses. It is important to stay on track with your financial goals even as your life changes. Increase your savings as your income grows. As you earn more money, you should be able to save more. Aim to save at least 15% of your income each year. Invest in your retirement accounts regularly. The earlier you start investing, the more time your money has to grow. Also consider purchasing a home if it aligns with your goals. Owning a home can be a great way to build wealth. It is important to make sure that it is the right decision for you. If you feel overwhelmed or need help with your financial planning, consider seeking professional advice from a financial advisor.
stage five and this is financial independence as you keep stocking away and investing money between stages four and five your investment earnings keep climbing on eventually this cash from your investments hit a sweet spot and it's more than plenty to handle your current way of life so my friends that's what we call financial independence at this point you've got the choice to hang up your work boots if you want because you'll have the ability to take care of your family financially going beyond the bare necessities and you're able to enjoy some extra comforts too and now we can say we are established financially we have settled our debts provided for our families and established a solid financial foundation pursue our dreams and give back to the society in this phase you need to renew your financial plans and make adjustments as needed as your life changes your financial plan may also need to change as well don't put all your eggs in one basket diversify your investments to reduce the risk and protect your portfolio and this is the time to explore passive income opportunities passive income is income that you earn without having to work for it this could be rental income interest income or dividend income the cost of education is rising so it is important to start saving for your children's education early you can also start by saving for their future needs such as down payment for a house or a car you can consider estate planning to protect your assets and loved ones estate planning helps to ensure that your assets are distributed according to your wishes and your beloved ones are taken care of after you're gone and last but not least stage number six financial abundance and here you've got enough investment income to not only cover your essentials and comfort indefinitely but also a little extra that you can use for whatever you fancy and surplus that you can dedicate to whatever you'd like to do you officially enter the significance phase where you focus on leaving a lasting legacy now it is time to share your blessings with the world this may involve supporting your grandchildren distributing to charitable causes or even simply living a life that makes a positive impact and enjoy life enjoy the fruit of your labor take time for yourself and your loved ones and pursue your passions And of course, this podcast will not be complete without us reading from the Bible. Second Chronicles chapter 1 verse 1 to 17. And this is the story of Solomon son of David. He took firm control of his kingdom, for the Lord his God was with him and he made him very powerful. Solomon called together all the leaders of Israel, the generals and the captains of the army. the judges and all the political and clan leaders then he led the entire assembly to a place of worship in Gibeon for God's tabernacle was located there there in front of the tabernacle Solomon went up to the bronze altar in the Lord's presence and sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings on it that night 
God appeared to Solomon and said, What do you want? Ask and I will give it to you. Solomon replied to God, You showed and faithful love to David my father, and now you have made me king in his place. O Lord God, please continue to keep your promise to David my father, for you have made me a king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me the wisdom and knowledge to lead them properly, for who could possibly govern this great people of yours? God said to Solomon, Because your greatest desire is to help your people, and you did not ask for wealth, riches, fame, or even death of your enemies, or a long life, but rather you asked for wisdom and knowledge to properly govern my people, I will certainly give you the wisdom and knowledge you requested. But I will also give you wealth and riches and fame as no other king has had before you or will ever have in future. Then Solomon returned to Jerusalem from the tabernacle at the place of worship in Gibeon, and he reigned over Israel. The first chapter of Second Chronicles offer valuable lessons, and they include the importance of seeking wisdom. King Solomon's prayer prioritized wisdom above all else. And God responds to Solomon's request by demonstrating the value of seeking wisdom and the blessings that come with it. There was also a lesson of humility and submission to God. Solomon's humble acknowledgement of his inadequacy and his dependence on God's guidance highlights the importance of humility and submission to God's authority. Then we also see God's generous response to a sincere prayer. God promises riches, wealth, and honor to Solomon, reinforcing the connection between seeking wisdom and worldly success. And finally, we see the distinction between wisdom and wealth. While God grants Solomon wealth and honor, he emphasizes that wisdom is the true foundation for a successful and fulfilling life. Finances can be hard, so it is easy to feel overwhelmed and terrified. We all feel like hitting the snooze button on our finances sometimes. But when we do, our only job is to notice this and try to get back on track. You might wonder why this is important. This is because no one cares about your financial situation more than you. If you don't take ownership of your finances, if you don't start acting now, you'll wake up to a mess of a financial life. So figure out what financial freedom means to you, then start setting up smart goals and a financial plan. Try to be proactive with your strides to financial freedom. Whatever that means to you right now, you can do it. Remember, your financial journey is personal and your financial journey is unique. And as we end this segment, I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, as we embark on this journey, we humbly seek your guidance and wisdom. Just as you blessed 
Solomon with discernment and ability to govern justly. We pray that you may grant us the same clarity and understanding. Help us to see our finances through your eyes, to discern between our needs and wants, and to make sound decisions that align with your will. Grant us the wisdom to manage our resources responsibly, to avoid debt and unnecessary expenses, and to cultivate a spirit of generosity and gratitude. May we follow in the footsteps of Solomon, using our wealth not for ourselves, but also the betterment of our family and communities. Lead us towards financial stability and abundance, so that we may experience true peace and fulfillment. In your holy name we pray. Amen. If you have enjoyed unlocking the roadmap to your money journey with us, don't just keep it to yourself. Give us a thumbs up, share the love, and hit that subscribe button across all our social media platforms at the Guard Your Heart Show. Remember, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. See you in the next episode.